If I could tell something to somebody, it would be take action and take massive action. You know, stop watching YouTube videos. I mean, watch this one and the next one, right? But <laughs> stop watching YouTube videos and go out there and start making offers. This video is brought to you by 10K Club, a program that pays you $10,000 for finding ugly houses. Learn more at my10kcheck.com. What's the difference between investing in the mainland, and that's what you were doing before you came here, and your ideas on coming to Puerto Rico and continuing to do that, and now fast forward a year, and what you've seen, and how it's changed, and mm. Puerto Rico does cause you to evolve a little bit in your mindset. So definitely talk a little bit about how you came to the island and what your thoughts were. Yeah. So thank you, Robert. Uh, excited to be here, get to know you more. We're doing some deals now together. Right. Uh, you've been here a lot longer than I have. I've been here a little over a year. Uh, I came here for some tax incentives that allowed me to go from almost a 50% tax bracket to a 4%. <laughs> it's called Act 60. Uh, definitely, if, if you're in a high tax bracket, you should really consider it. People ask me all the time, when should I move to Puerto Rico? I'm like, when you want to keep all of your money, that's when it's time to move to Puerto Rico. Yeah. Right. And that was me. I was tired of paying the the really high taxes. 50%. Yeah. Yeah. I talk about on one of my videos um, where I paid 1.4 million in income tax. And I said, never again, we're going to Puerto Rico. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So, and I know there's other ways to to limit your tax liability, but I'm a flipper. I like to flip. You know, Mm -hmm. that's like my main thing. And so we come to Puerto Rico and... I wasn't intending on really looking at real estate here. I didn't really know. That wasn't why I came. But I get here and all of a sudden I'm like squirrel, right? Like, oh my gosh, there's so much opportunity here. So it caused me to start really thinking and looking at the real estate market here on the island. And as I've done that, and I've done a handful of deals now, I'm in some really big projects. Before I know it, I'm in these big projects. You and I are doing a hotel deal. Right. And I quickly learn that not only is there an opportunity here, but a massive opportunity. And not only is it a massive opportunity just in return and your returns, and then you combine that with additional tax incentives for doing real estate deals. Right. And then it becomes just like an absolute no-brainer. Like, why would you not be doing real estate deals on the island when you, when you start to learn about the opportunity and the tax incentives. There are some strategies here that significantly de-risk what are magnificent projects anyways. And yeah. we've talked about that on, on one of your videos. We have other videos to talk about <clears throat> Act 60 and Opportunity Zones. So you can click on one of the links here to mm-hmm. one of our videos for that. Let's talk about what a great deal looks like stateside yeah. versus what you find in Puerto Rico. So on the state side, and I teach this on my channel, is I follow a very specific formula, right? You've got to, if you're flipping, you want to look at, well, what can I sell that house for after I renovate it, after I improve it? What will it sell for on the open market to a retail buyer? We call that after repair value. It's mm-hmm. the future value once it's fixed up. So we take that number and then we say, okay, we have to factor in closing costs and commissions. We have to factor in financing because we're going to borrow money to do the deal. And then we want to make a profit, And then we have to take out repairs, right? That's our formula, right? right? You subtract all that out. Well, a really good formula that most investors don't even follow, I follow it, I'm really strict about it, is a 15% profit margin on a flip. Wow. And my goal is I can buy this, renovate it, flip it in four, six months and make 15% of my after repair sale price, right? So I sell it for whatever I sell it for, 15% of that. 
not 15% of my investment, but 15% of the sale price. Okay. So that might be so a little not, higher. So not if your you, cash on cash investment. No. You're not saying if you have a hundred thousand and you're gonna make fifteen grand. You're saying that if you sell it for five hundred thousand, you're gonna make fifteen percent of five hundred. Of five hundred thousand, yeah. So I look at it a little bit differently. Um, you may look at it and say, Well, what's my total capital outlay and what am I making on that? Right. But I also teach how to do deals with hundred percent financing. So yeah. borrow all the money and make fifteen percent on your sale price. So you're your cash on cash is infinite because you right. have no cash, right? Or very little cash. That makes a lot of sense. I mean, and when we were doing deals in the States, which we still do, we very rarely use debt. So, yeah. uh, and, and then in Puerto Rico, we've almost never used debt, but we're, we're trying to bring debt products to the island yeah. now. So, cause you mostly are using equity partners and yeah, you're giving them cash. a piece, a piece right. of the pie. Yeah. Our, our partners have some money. We do some work. We, we figure out a split. Yeah. It's usually a 50 50 split. And, mm-hmm. and we brought that to Puerto Rico and it's, it's worked really well. It works really, really well in Puerto Rico because there's not these debt products. It's much harder to yeah. borrow. So we, we, we can talk about that later too. But how about what have you found comparing Puerto Rico to the state yeah. side and how easy it is to get the data here versus maybe what you see in the state? So the challenge is there's no data. And when I say data, when sales happen, it's not recorded. There's no MLS that's recording all of this data, which then means you can't comp. It's very difficult to comp. It's very difficult to appraise. It's very difficult to establish value. Yeah. If you can't establish value, you have no starting point. You're like, okay, well, I don't even know where to start because I don't even know what the real value is. That's the challenge. That's what's been a blessing and a curse. A curse because if you're not on the island and you're on the mainland, you can't sit there on your couch in the mainland and look at Puerto Rico and look at data and come up with value and do deals. Right. Like we can sitting in Arizona and Florida. Mm-hmm. I can sit in Arizona and do deals in Florida because I have good data. Yep. Or sit in Florida and do de- deals in Arizona because I have good data. You can't sit in Florida and do deals in Puerto Rico because there's no data or difficult to get data. So what do you do? Well, that's the challenge. So really what it means is you've got to get really scroungy. You've got to roll up your sleeves. You've got to build relationships with local people. And you really got to get your head around that neighborhood and and what's going on. Right. And so you have to localize your entire investing. You cannot be just a data-driven virtual type investor, which I do quite a bit in the mainland, right? So yep. I can't I can't sit I can't even sit here in Palmas del Mar where I live and look at a deal in in San Juan and figure it all out. Right. I got to go there. I got to meet everybody. You got to show me what that hotel's doing, if it's a hotel or what that house is doing, what that Airbnb is doing. Yeah. Pedro's showing me, you know, this is what the similar type of project is going on over there. I know that because I've been there and I've talked to the operators. It's that type of thing. It's knocking doors. It's driving around. It's talking to the agent that does deals and he knows in that area in that area yeah. who know who's telling you what stuff sold for that's not written down anywhere, but they just they were part of the deal or they heard about it. That part makes it really challenging if you're not here. Yeah. If you're not here, if you're not willing to roll up your sleeves, if you don't have boots on the ground, I call it, that are going to help you gather that information. Mm-hmm. And even with that information, there's still a big gut check that has to go on. Yep. Like you're not, you're not data driven analysis. It's gut driven analysis. Mm. And I've talked about this with you. You'll pull up at a deal and you're like, that's a deal. I don't even need to get out of my car. You can tell. I don't need data. (laughs) I don't need a comp. I just know because you know enough about what's going on because you've invested in the market. If you're going to do Puerto Rico or what I've learned to succeed in Puerto Rico is I've got to 
understand the market mm-hmm. and what's going on and what the opportunities are, what the demand is, that then will allow me to make some really educated decisions on how to invest. Yeah. We, we did it similar to that. And, and to your point, when we first came to the island, we reached out to every realtor or real estate agent, real estate investor that we could find on the island. Yeah. Took them to coffee, took them to lunch, had them bring me deals, and then encouraged them to invest with us. And those that invested with us, we did those deals, right? Like That was our data. That was yeah. how we proved to ourselves that this is probably a good deal is because this guy's willing to put his own money into it. And if they weren't willing to put their own money into it, we generally weren't doing it, right? So we, we did with half a dozen guys that we first met, we've, we've managed to do maybe close to 50 deals with these different guys. Yeah. You know, and they'll bring us stuff and we'll say, all right, what do you got? And they're like, look, all I've got is my commission, but I'll put it in and we'll invest it and then I'll resell it. And we would, we would do that. We would buy it. We would fix it. We would get it ready to go back on the market and then they would sell it. And we, and that's the way we partnered. That's how we decided whether or not buying this house for $20,000 in this neighborhood mm-hmm. was worth it or not. Yeah. Was, will this realtor put in some money? Will they put some skin in the game? I don't know if that's the the greatest, best way to do it. Well, but it's, it's I, a way. Yeah. I mean, I'll tell you how I did it just here in my resort community where yeah. we moved to. It's, it's called Palmas Del Mar. It's this big master plan resort community. And what I did is I found an agent who's been doing real estate here for like 30 years. And so he's been a real estate agent in this community for 30 years. Mm -hmm. And I said, okay, once a week, we're going to jump in my golf cart. We're going to drive around and you're going to tell me everything you know. And that's what we do. We get in my golf cart, we drive around and he'll, this is what it goes like. It's crazy. He says, yeah, I know that seller. I know they'll take, they'll sell that house for this price. That house over here sold to an investor six months ago. Here's what they paid. This lot over here, you could pick this up if you wanted for 220. He just starts telling me everything that's going on. I'm like, how, where do I find this data? The agent, None of these in the, are for sale. he's right here in the golf cart. Right. That's the data. Yeah. yeah. Nothing's listed anywhere. Everybody's got a number. He'll tell me this, they'll do creative financing for you if you want on this deal. Or we'll go look at this condo. There's this condo place. We go through the gate and he's like, Here's what these condos are selling for. The upper units sell for this. The middle units sell for this. The bottom units sell for this. The ones on the water, you can get a little. And he's just feeding me all of this data mm-hmm. that I could not figure out on a computer. He's got it in his head. Yeah. Yeah. And But doing that now a dozen times every week, doing that, I'm learning more and more and more. And now all of a sudden, at least here in this community, I'm a market expert. Yeah. Like I know what the heck's going on. I know where the values are. Now you're I'm, driving around in the golf cart telling people that, yeah. hey, Robert, you could buy this for 250. You could buy that. This is what they'll take. There's their move out rate. That, you know, you give them this much money and they're gone, right? And I'll see something going on. Like I, I was driving the other day and I saw stakes on this lot. And I called my guy up and I'm like, what the heck's going on over there? And he's like, oh, here's what's going on. You know, and now I know what's going on. Yeah. So that's been totally different for me. Because I, I was not investing like that in the mainland. I was not yeah. that on the ground, that market specific. Mm-hmm. So how do you do that if you're not here? I think that's the real question. You got two options. Move to Puerto Rico and start knocking doors. Right. <laughs> and like Pedro, you know, one of our operators, who's been a great source of, of help for you, mm-hmm. for me, we're doing some projects. I remember having a conversation with him and, and I said, if you're willing to come here and roll up your sleeves and literally literally knock doors to figure stuff out and find deals. 
you will absolutely crush it. I think I told him the exact same thing. I was like, he's doing trying it. to convince him to come. And, you know, early on, this is going back six or eight months. And um, thank God he's, he's coming. Yeah. He's, he's got, he's got all the talent in the world and, and, we, and the energy. we need that talent and energy to, to go out and source projects. Most people aren't doing it. And there's, it's amazing how much vacancy is still on the island, vacant properties. Oh, yeah. I have people reach out to me that say, hey, you know, I moved away from Puerto Rico, you know, 10 years ago, and I, I saw your YouTube video, and my mom has a property in so-and-so, I don't even know where the city is, yep. and she wants to sell it, and it's been sitting empty for 10 years. Yeah. And my response is, will your mom carry it? Will she do creative financing? Well, of course she will. It's been sitting there vacant for all this time. Exactly. You know? Something's better than nothing, right? Yeah, and my point with that is just, there's so much opportunity, and but you've got to be able to either get here and be scroungy or get some boots on the ground that are going to source and find deals yeah. and figure out markets and tap then somehow into a team. somehow partner or the third option i think yeah tap into a team is option 2 get here tap into a team or just bring your money here yeah find operators find people here like you and i and Pedro that are doing deals and bring your capital and trust me, we'll put the money to work. Well, and, and I know on our channel, we're always inviting people to partner with us. It's it's it's, it's yeah. in our DNA. I've heard you say similar things. So if you're interested in this, if some of this sounds fun to you and you'd like to get exposure to Puerto Rico, leave us a comment below. We'll reach out. We'll have a conversation. There are a lifetime of deals here, right? Like this is this economy is, has just blasted off. We're, we're just at the bottom. I call it a 2012 real estate market. We've gone all in. I think you're going all in. You moved here, maybe not to buy real <laughs> estate here, but you look out on the island and you just see so much and so much opportunity. It's hard as, as someone who's in their DNA ready to find the next best, greatest deal. How do you ignore what's right there in your own backyard and not, I've, and not go for it? I've missed opportunities before and I see this one and I don't want to, I don't want to have regrets. Right. I don't want to look back in five years and say, man, I should have bought that deal Robert brought me five years ago. Now look at what it's worth. Are, are you I don't like want me, that regret. all of the deals that I ever like give me any angst about are always the ones that I missed or that I chose not to do? Oh, I, I always rear view mirror my business and go, <laughs> man, why didn't I keep that one? Yeah. You know, but you can't rear view mirror your business. No. But, but don't have regrets, guys. I mean, if I could tell something to somebody, it would be take action and take massive action. You know, Stop watching YouTube videos. I mean, watch this one and the next one, right? But stop watching YouTube videos and go out there and start making offers and start yeah. pounding the pavement. Start yeah. doing something because in a year from now, you're going to be in the same spot if That's you don't right. if you don't take massive action. Yeah, it's all about that. Let's take action.